Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another ex very exciting episode of the Straight Talk SolarCast today. And we have a repeat guest, uh, Timna, Timna Sem Zemel from Simplify. She's the sales application engineer. And we got so much great feedback on the last podcast we did uh, that I thought we would have uh, Timna back and we can uh, get a little bit more in depth. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it. I know uh, one of the biggest things that people are looking at when they are going to get a battery is, uh, you know, what size and how many batteries do I need? And you had mentioned mm -hmm. that uh, you have a new sizing calculator available. Yeah. So the sizing calculator kind of takes a lot of the the guesswork out of the equation, but just to give kind of a broad overview, I think when when folks are looking at batteries, they need to look at the capacity rating of the battery as well as so kilowatt hours, mm -hmm. as well as kilowatts. Uh, sure. So the charge rate and the discharge rate are important as well. Um, so the main thing I think to first look at when when you're looking at sizing a battery system is the loads. Um, you have a certain number of kilowatt hours that are consumed in a given day. Um, you're going to size your solar PV system, as you already know, uh, most likely to cover most, if not all, of what the, the customer is consuming on that day. And then depending on the load profile of that customer, you know, maybe they have a bunch of energy consumption when they wake up in the morning, they turn on the coffee pot or <laughs> you turn on the TV and then they're out throughout the course of the day. Maybe they're at work or running errands, whatever the situation is. And then towards the evening, there's a lot more energy consumption going on. So the solar production actually doesn't necessarily coincide with the consumption, right? Sure. Um, but there might be some consumption that that is correlated. And we can do uh, some kind of nitty gritty calculations, look at the hour by hour breakdown of what the load profile looks like and see, okay, you know, during this part of the day, the solar is directly powering the loads. There's, um, you know, an excess amount of PV generated during that time. And then during uh, the, the later part of the day, there's usually um, a time when you need to either pull from the grid and like a typical grid tie system or the battery if you have um, if you have a battery incorporated into that system and you want 
the excess amount of PV that's generated throughout the course of the day uh, to, to be able to store that amount of kilowatt hours in the battery. And then also you want um, the number of kilowatt hours consumed when the sun isn't shining. You want the battery to be sized so that the, those kilowatt hours can supply the customer um, during those times as well. And that's well, and kind of, of the, like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So that's kind of like an extreme off grid example. There's like many variations, right? Like sometimes folks don't necessarily want their system sized in this sort of off grid type of way. Sometimes mm -hmm. budgeting for like a couple hours that they think that they might have a power outage. Right. Or backup power. And then uh, you were talking about sizing the PV system, the photovoltaic solar uh, for our people in the audience. Uh, and that's the electricity producing solar. But during the the winter, you know, we really only in Northern California, we have one to two solid sun hours per day in the winter. And that's in the past, that has been when power outages happen is during the winter when there's weather issues. Uh, mm -hmm. But now we have pg e up here uh, voluntarily shutting off power for people. And during this time of year, especially uh, the second year in a row where pg e has announced these power outages or power shutdowns. And so that's where we're getting a lot of people uh, are saying, oh, well, this is the new normal. And so mm -hmm. we need to plan for it. And, you know, this time of year, as we're heading towards uh, December 21st, shortest day of the year, that's kind of where we're sizing the system so that they can have power during the winter. Yeah, and that's looking at, um, that's a good point. You really want to budget for if, if those outages are occurring during the winter, you're sort of like worst case scenario. You know, there's yeah. very few, <laughs> few places yep. where you're going to expect mm -hmm. that full five, five peak sun hours per day, even, even during the winter. So you want to budget for, for winter production in the, in that scenario. Absolutely. And then even with the shutoffs, you know, it, it might last, I've heard longer than, mm -hmm. than just a few hours. And so to kind of go back to that off grid model, it could be good to, to look at the off grid model and say, okay, could we operate in an off grid scenario? Maybe we're going to, you know, shed some of the loads uh, if, if we're in that situation, but um, we would want to budget for, for maybe several days of, of backup um, in that scenario. Oh, and that, that's one awesome thing about solar is that uh, if it is a several day outage, that is where the solar can be, you know, replenishing the batteries during the mm -hmm. day. And then, you know, it can, some power can be used during the day. And then at night, uh, hopefully there's been enough uh, solar energy going in to the batteries to, uh, you know, carry them through the night. Uh, and you briefly mentioned the discharge rate. Can you discuss uh, to our, our audience what the discharge rate is? Yeah. So looking at the spec sheet for whatever battery the, the installer is working with, um, like simplifies batteries, for instance, are rated at C over two. So C stands for the capacity. If you're looking at our standard Phi 3.8 kilowatt hour battery, that is rated at 75 amp hours. So mm -hmm. over two means that you divide the amp hours by two and 37.5 amps 
is the maximum charge rate and also the maximum discharge rate. So you want to budget for all of that solar power potentially going to charging the battery. Um, and if each battery can only handle 37.5 amps per battery, you want to make sure that your solar isn't putting out, you know, more than the battery's uh, charge rate. Sure. Yeah, we get that all the time that a lot of times people, when they want a battery system, they just assume that the battery will back up the entire home and, every, you know, as if there was no disruption. And so uh, it's, a, it's a big education process when somebody's interested in uh, battery backup. But we do think it's it's the best of the uh, solutions out there. And and where do you think uh, this, you know, with Simplify, especially where do you think uh, things are heading in 2021 and, and beyond? Yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff that we're working on to speak to what you're talking about with the whole home backup. Yep. Like you're saying, a lot of folks think, oh, I got a battery and that should be plenty for an outage or whatever the case may be. And I can continue um, operating as normal. Well, you could size a large battery to account for operating as normal or what, what we're working on is we're working with some load management um, systems. So companies <laughs> that have uh, like smart electrical panels, Lumen and NAC are, are the two companies that we're um, in talks with. And they have really, really cool uh, software that, that um, I've gotten some tutorials on. So what that allows you to do is, you know, they have an off-grid mode and automatically it does that load shedding work for you if you're in a grid failure scenario. Nice. Well, that's very good. I think, uh, yeah, next year we're going to be uh, even more in battery storage uh, just because uh, it seems the grid is getting less and less reliable. Uh, so, well, it, if I guess it's reliable, but the, you know, power, PG&E, they, uh, uh, the, the fire, <laughs> yeah, they, they can plan when it's going to be out. So we can definitely plan on it being uh, not available a few times a year. Uh, what we've also talked to a lot of people about, and I've heard this from PG&E, is that when the power lines are below ground, uh, those are not the areas where PG&E is targeting shutdowns. It's when uh, the power lines are going through trees and kind of in rural areas, uh, and California has tons of those in PG&E territory. Those are the areas where PG&E is uh, targeting the shutdowns, and those are the, the people that should probably be considering backup power for their, uh, for their home and their photovoltaic solar panel systems. Yeah, it it is. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, you know, having your own, uh, you know, the grid previously was kind of operating as as a battery for folks that had, you know, solar, regular grid tie solar PV systems. And, um, and to have your own battery and to have the control over that, you're really more autonomous that way. Um, so, so it could be a good thing too, uh, to sure. kind of move in that direction. Well, as, as usual, our time has uh, flown right by, <laughs> but uh, in our show notes, I'll definitely post the, uh, the calculator for Simplify that uh, Timna helped design and uh, build. And so if you are out there and you want to check it out, uh, it'll be in the show notes. And then uh, Timna, anything you want to leave us with? I think we we covered it. There's there's obviously there's a lot more, but um, oh, we yeah. can we can get into into more later. 
Awesome. That sounds great. Okay, well, uh, thanks for tuning in on this uh, this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast. Make sure to rate and review. And then anyone that you know is uh, interested in solar or is uh, just investigating, wanting to know more, I'm sending this podcast out to our customers almost on a daily basis, and they're saying, oh, my God, it's fantastic. So uh, everyone seems to enjoy the podcast. So please share it out and rate and review us, and we will talk to you next week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.